welcome to episode 18 of Milk's Favorite Podcast, the unofficial Oreo Review Podcast. Unofficial for now, that is. We'll see what happens in the future, won't we, Mr. Nabisco? I'm Randy. And I'm Michelle. And each episode on Milk's Favorite Podcast, we review a different flavor of Oreo. We rate it in each of eight different categories, and at the end, we add up the score and see just how good this flavor of Oreo is. But first, we start with Astorio. And Michelle, I understand your Storio for this week actually relates back to last episode? That's correct. We had some potentially misinformation. Depending on your location, we had talked about how we thought that we could only find strawberry shortcake Oreos in certain locations, and that was not the case. It's possible whenever you hear this episode, they may not be available anymore, but you should look for them because they might be there. So I have two questions for you, Michelle. First, why did we think that you could only get them in New York? I think maybe they were in New York earlier than they were here, and so we hadn't seen them yet. Because you had bought all the Oreo flavors from the store, spoilers, that were available, but you hadn't bought those. So my impression was that they they weren't at the store. And my good friend Joanna sent me a picture of them. Friend of the show, Joanna. And I they I had never seen them before. So I thought they were maybe only in New York or only in certain locations. My second question is, how did we find out that these Oreos were a, a wider release than we thought? We went to the store? J- we just went to the store and magically knew information? We looked for them? I'm not sure what you're getting at. I, I don't know. I thought... <laughs> I thought you might describe our process for shopping for Oreos. Why don't you why don't you describe it? Okay. We go to the grocery store, or just one of us maybe sometimes, and we go to the Oreo aisle and we see what Oreos are there. Mm-hmm. And then if there's a new flavor we buy it. Yeah, that's true. That's the that's the process. <laughs> Good story. This is a great story. Uh, this was your story of Michelle. Oh so uh... Good Story O you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, what's our first category, Michelle? Our first category is name, and I don't think that you mentioned that we are reviewing Oreo Thins coconut flavor. I, I usually like to leave that for you to do when you introduce the oh. name category, and also if someone has looked at the title of this episode, they'll know. So, Oreo Thins coconut. What do you think? Um, it's fine. Not excited. I'm okay with coconut. I Coconut's not my favorite thing in the whole world. Mm-hmm. So I think it goes well with chocolate, and I think it has potential to be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go seek out coconut-flavored things. I feel like we talked a bunch about coconut on our last Thins episode with the pina colada Thins. Yeah. Was that our last Thins? Yeah. Yeah, so this might be very similar to that, except with chocolate instead of pineapple. Golden. Yeah, chocolate instead of pineapple. Yeah, um, I guess if you want to know our thoughts on coconut, go back, listen there to to briefly summarize. I think you already summer, summed up your feelings, Michelle. I generally am not a big fan of coconut, but that's more of a texture thing than a flavor thing. So the fact that it's blended up into a cream, it's probably fine. Also, a side note, we still have our box of pina colada Oreos, which is not often the case. We often have eaten them all. 
that's because there's a couple reasons. Uh, the the main reason, though, I think, is because Michelle held fast to her promise of not eating them. And also, we took them off the table. So when, mm. when a box of Oreos is on the table, I just eat an Oreo when I pass by. But when it's off the table, I have to go search it out. And I just haven't been. Our red velvet box is almost empty. I'm just saying. It's also on the table. I'm just saying. I can see it. I'm just saying. Anyway, it may be a little bit foreboding based on our most recent episode. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That the, the coconut, maybe that's why it, it's even less exciting. Well, what do you think of the name? If you had to rate it hypothetically on a scale of 1 to 12.5. Yeah, I'm just very lukewarm on it. I'd give it a 5. I think that's about right. I say that a lot because you're very smart and you're very good at rating Oreos. It's not exciting. Honestly, if... The, if we weren't doing this podcast, I don't think I ever would have bought Coconut Thins. Yeah. But, you know, journalistic integrity and completion and, and We have that. to know. We have to. The public has to know. Yes. But I agree. I'm not excited about the name. I'm probably less excited than you are. I think it's worth a 4.5. Our next category is packaging. And here we have kind of the generic blue, because we're back to a chocolate cookie, Oreo package, starts dark blue around the edges, gets light blue in the middle, almost white. Is that white? It's either white or very close to white. We got uh, 140 calories per four cookies, but you know what I'm actually most excited about, about this package? What? Right above Oreo, you see there it says thin and crispy sandwich cookies. Yeah. They usually don't make promises about the cookies. On, on Oreo packaging, they usually don't say anything. And I wonder if that's a thing Thins do because it's new and different. Maybe. People, you know, no one grew up with Oreo Thins. Yeah, they but, have to describe them. Right. But I like that. I like advertising this as crispy because it's... Okay. Crispy is not a thing I think about when I think about Oreos. I usually think crunchy. Yeah. Which are similar, but different, and don't ask me to explain the difference. <laughs> it also has this banner that says new on it. Yeah, and I wonder if that is new because it's thins, new because it's coconut, or new because it's coconut thins. I don't know. Probably coconut thins. I'm disappointed by the size of the coconut on this package. So underneath Oreo which is kind of a little bit smaller, I think, the, the, the word Oreo is than usual, but it's also kind of a smaller package in terms of uh, just surface area of the top. Then you have the word thins in very tall, thin letters, which is thematic and appropriate. And then underneath that, this is what you're talking about, right? Yeah. So describe it. There's a brown banner. This has coconut cream on it, artificially flavored. And then there's a coconut next to it, but it's, it's about half... The width of the Oreo on the package, which is about cookie-sized, I would say. Yeah. It doesn't, the, it's not enlarged. In terms of pictures, so things that aren't text, the Oreos definitely dominate over the coconut. Right, which I'm. what I'm worried about is if I was buying Oreo Thins, I might accidentally buy these because the coconut is not that prominent. And I think I would be upset. I'm not sure yet, but I think I'd be upset. And I don't like that. I think... If they're going to be flavored, they should have a very prominent picture so that we know that this is something different. Yeah, I, I could very easily see the confusion. There is that brown. A normal Oreo package probably doesn't have that brown banner at the bottom, but yeah. is that enough if, if you're just, like, 
in a store kind of not really paying attention. I don't know. I am curious. Are there natural flavors in here? Or is it just artificial? I don't know. Oh, uh, the, bot the, the uh, bottom it says, try our other delicious Oreo Thins flavors, but it doesn't say what those flavors are. Oh, Michelle, I have bad news. There's no natural flavors? There are no natural flavors. I guess that's why here. it only says artificial flavors on that banner. What could the, nat the normal natural flavors be that are absent in the coconut Oreos? Vanilla, perhaps? Maybe. I think that we need tougher, uh, tough, stricter regulations on what companies have to put on the ingredients list. Right, because what is a natural or artificial flavor? I don't know. We have no idea. All right, a director of the FDA, whose name I don't know, but I'm sure you're listening, get on it. Okay, consider this a public comment. Anyway, I, I wish they would have told us what the other delicious Oreo Thins flavors were. I don't yeah. know why they don't do that. There's so much white space. They could have. Well, they're changing all the time. At least give us one. You know, say pina colada or whatever. Because um, if you like coconut, you probably like pina colada. Yeah. Because who doesn't like pineapple? So you said you were disappointed by the coconut. What I thought you were going to say was you, that you were disappointed by the lack of theming on this package. I think back to, remember the package for winter Oreos? How yeah. they didn't just do the basic blue background, but instead created a winterscape. Mm -hmm. I wish they had done like a tropical island. Yeah. Like what if instead of this just circle of white in the middle of the package, it had been a, a tropical island with a palm tree and a coconut. That sounds amazing. That would have been a much more attractive package. And it would have made you feel summery, right? Because mm -hmm. you'd be like, oh, a tropical island, coconut. Yeah. Tropical drinks. And you don't even have to really change the color scheme that much. Because there's already brown, there's already green. You yeah. just have a lighter brown for the sand. You know, this same color brown for the tree. And then the, the same green for the leaves. Yeah. I think this package speaks of promise unfulfilled. And I'm going to give it a score that reflects this. I think this package is... Honestly, about all it has going for it is that this lift tab looks like it's going to be very easy to open. And that by itself is worth three points. So you're giving it a three? Yeah. Wow. I I feel similarly, but I wasn't going to go quite that low. I'm not sure why, though. Um, I will give it a four. Oh, can I bump mine up, actually? I think four is better because I also like thin and crispy. Copycat. Our next category is smell. Is it my turn to open? I don't even remember. Go for it. Oh, that lift tab looks so easy. Was that not a joy to open? It was easier than normal. I have to admit, my nose is a little stuffy today. So I'm not sure my... Oh, it's pretty strong, though. I'm still getting that sunscreen coconut smell. Mm, that's um, the artificial flavor. Yeah, I'm not into it. I'm getting a more normal chocolate Oreo. That's true. I do like the chocolate in combination with the coconut more than the graham cracker. Honestly, I'm not really getting much coconut at all. Hmm. And that could be, you know, I feel like I've I've not gotten smells a lot in this the history of this podcast, so maybe I'm just not good at smelling. That's likely. Hey. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't really have anything to say about the smell. It's not particularly strong. I'm going to take one out and, and try to get a better whiff. Okay, fine. Can I have one? Maybe I will. 
God, these are impossible to take out of the tin. Yeah, sticking it up to my nose, still not really getting coconut, which actually is kind of a positive for me because it's, it's not like a, a terribly attractive smell, I think. Ugh, I don't love it. It's it's only slightly better than the pina colada for me. Huh, but it is better. A little bit because there's not that terrible artificial pineapple thing going on. And I trust your score re will reflect that it's better. Ooh. <laughs> Michelle is checking back in her notebook for her past score, but we never label which episode it is, so she will have no way of knowing which score it was. I'm going to give this smell a 4.5. No, a f no, it's actually, it's not that bad. I'm going to give it a 6. I think you're lowballing it a little bit. Because to me, it just smells like chocolate Oreo cookie, which is a fine smell. I wish it were stronger, but for what's there, it's it's pleasant. I'm going to give it a 7. Our next category is appearance, and these are flat. It's the same thing as the pina colada. I think just thins have less relief on the surface of the cookie. Mm-hmm. Mine's a little bit crooked. Not crooked. Off-center? Um, Planted. Oh, not parallel. It's not parallel. But overall, my problem with this box and these cookies is it just looks like a normal one. So if you took this out and you didn't realize it was a coconut Oreo, there would be no way to know. Yeah, it, it looks exactly the same. It'd be a fun prank to just like switch it out, right? Would that be fun? Uh, maybe. <laughs> look, at, look at the cream distribution here. It goes all the way to the edge on this side, but then... It only, it only goes like seven-eighths of yeah, the way on the other side. mine is like that too. As if the machine that squirts the cream on was just miscalibrated. I bet it was. I bet that happens sometimes. I'm sure. It's just off-center. Oh, this one just doesn't have cream, basically. There's very little cream there. It doesn't go to the even close to the edge on any side. But it's still off-center. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Huh. Uh, apart from what we've said... These are fine-looking Oreos. I'm not seeing any damage. The crimping is all there. The crimping actually is very nice on these. particularly good, I think, around the edge. The clovers are fine. The Oreo lettering is hard to read because it's, you know, it's so small, like, in terms of height. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, fine. Yeah, there's... The problem here with for me is there's just nothing above average. Yeah, it's very... It's just bland. Yeah. It's not very exciting. Mm-hmm. What's your score? I think it's it's just middle of the road. It's a six. I'm Yeah, I'm going to have to give it this... Well, the unevenness, I'm going to knock it down to a five. Yeah, mine, my cookies are fairly parallel. At least they, they don't look... You know, they're, they're close enough that to my eyes it looks parallel, so... Our next category is ease of opening. How are you going to open it? I'm going to pull it apart. Okay, go. Oof, that was tough. I, I wonder if the mic picked that up because that made a very audible sound. It was really tough. I thought it was going to just crumble in my fingers because I had to pull so hard. It's rare that you have to pull. Usually they come apart. It's just it messes it up. But this was actually difficult to do. Mm -hmm. And so it's mostly all on one side of the cookie, but it's half of it is pulled apart from that part of the cookie. So it's still attached to the rest of the cream, but it's no longer attached to the cookie. Yeah. I'm going to do a pinch because this is so off-center, I think that I can, even though it's not double stuff. What? Oh, the cookie just snapped. It's crispy. 
It's crispy. Yeah, it's very crispy. Well, let's uh, get another one, and I guess I'll do a twist this time. Uh, ugh. It was pretty easy to open. Uh, not The cream's not great. There's kind of a dollop that's still on the other side. But, you know, not, not terrible. Maybe thins are just harder to pull apart. That could be... I'm going to try another pull. It's kind of hard to get a grip on it because the cookies are so thin. It is tough. Oh, yeah, that was harder than normal. And mine... Right? It's still, the same thing. Yeah, the cream is still attached, but it's lifting off the cookie. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, pulling is not for thins. Try twisting one. I think I think it'll be a lot easier. That looked a lot easier, but oh boy. It was easier, but this a weird thing happened. It, I don't even know how to describe that. <laughs> well, about a third of the cream is on one cookie, and about a third is on the other. Uh, sorry, two-thirds is on the other. And the one with two-thirds is lift. About a third of the total cream is lifting off the cookie. But it kind of came from under the other side. Like This bit was oh. underneath that bit. Oh, weird. And it's kind of like flapping, like a little mouth, like a cream mouth. Weird. And now it fell off the cookie. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't even get a picture to show you. There's no way. No. I think that that was harder than normal. I agree, for sure. In a bizarre way. Unexpected. Probably because it doesn't have those natural flavors. Yeah, natural flavors do. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, my first one just cracked, although maybe that's what I get for trying to pinch a thin. Can we make that a phrase? Like an idiom? Trying to pinch a thin? What does it mean? I don't know, but it's probably gross, right? Yeah. It's probably something that you, you, it's a euphemism for something you wouldn't say in public. Yes. Yeah, it sounds gross. All right, let's leave it there because this is a family podcast. Not that either of our families listen to it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. No, my mom might. When, when we were in New York, I, I told, I showed her how to work podcasts. Yeah. So maybe. Say hi. Oh, hi, mom. You have a score? Uh, it was tough. I I will give it a five. That might be a little bit generous. It was hard. Didn't open well. I guess you didn't try pinching. It did that weird thing for you, though, with the over-under It nonsense. did do weird, but this one is pretty clean over here. I yeah. Yeah, I, I think... So if half of this category is how easy is it to open and the other half is how clean does it open, it was not easy. So... Already there, it's getting maximum three of six, and then it it was it was mostly clean. So I'll give it I'll give it four of six. Uh, I'll give it five of six. Five um, of six? You mean of twelve point five? No, I'm breaking it down, oh. Michelle. Oh, okay. She's not even paying attention. So I guess I'm going higher than you because it was what a three plus five. I'll give it eight, and I will not give it point five bonus points. So just eight. Man, I talked myself into a much higher score than yeah, I expected. Yeah, you told me that mine was too high. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings us to our next category, which some say is the most important. But yeah. I think I think for us, uh, for, for this Oreo, it's probably better characterized as equally important as all of the others. And that is taste. So uh, reconstructing some of our... I'll just eat the broken one. Let's, let's do it. And see how it tastes. Oh, gross. Oh, this is disgusting. What? Yeah. There's a very, very off Ooh. flavor in there. It's like, it's almost rancid. How old are these? They're not that old. It's like, it's kind of like eating something that's been like 
burned beyond recognition and then left to sit for a little while. Is that the cookie or the cream? I don't know. Let's try just a cookie with no cream. I'm just going to try the cream. I think it might be the cookie. The cream tastes okay. Yeah, the cookie tastes burnt. I think they were trying to make it crispy, and they they cooked it too long. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I'm not going to say these are, are inedible, because I can put it in my mouth, and I can chew, and I can swallow, and my body will digest it, and, and get whatever nutritional value I can from it, but boy, do I not want to do any of that. I kind of like the cream. I'll try some cream In alone. an unexpected turn of events. Hmm. Just tastes like regular cream to me. It's got a little tiny coconut tinge mm. to it that I I think I like because it's very subtle. Hmm. And it, I think the texture is creamier somehow. Mm-hmm. I buy that. Sort of thicker. I'm not... I, I cannot... If you give me a blind taste test of just the cream, I don't think I could tell the difference between this and regular. I wish we had regular so that we could do that. That'd mm. be fun. Yeah. Coming to a podcast near you, can you tell the difference between this Oreo and regular Oreos? Ooh, that could be a good one. Mm -hmm. There are some that I think in a blind taste test you would explicitly not be able to, like Olympic Oreos or winter Oreos. Yeah, but I think it would be more interesting with something like this where the we expect the flavor to be subtle or the mm -hmm. texture to be subtle. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm, I have three empty cookies in front of me and I'm... I'm not eating any of them. Is this our first chocolate thin? Thin. Yeah. I wonder if they're all like this, or this know. was an accident. We'll find out. We have. Uh, we have, there are other chocolate thins, so we will review other chocolate thins. But you know what's surprising? There's not like a chocolate cream thin. That's surprising. That is surprising. Hmm. Remember? Do you remember Uh Oh Oreos? No. What is that? They were uh, golden Oreos with chocolate cream. And it was, this was, I, I want to say it was like the early 2000s, the early aughts. And the, the premise that they showed on commercials, because there were commercials for these, was there was a lever in the Oreo factory that controlled which part was chocolate and which part was vanilla. And someone accidentally switched the lever. I thought you were going to say that the cream was on the outside and there was one cookie in the middle because that would be awesome. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> Oof. Oof. I guess I'm into the cream. What can I say? Yeah. I I agree that that would be a fun cookie. I just think it would be a nightmare to eat and like <laughs> ship and package and take out of a package and handle. Mm -hmm. But it would be fun. <laughs> well, do you have a, a score for this taste? I notice you're eating just a cookie now. I am. I don't taste the bad taste with just the cookie or just the cream. It's somehow the combination of it. Try another full one then. Because I'm eating just a cookie now. Can you taste the bad part? Yeah. I'm not going to finish this cookie. I don't like the combination. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know why. I for me, I think these cookies are just overdone. But they're they're overdone in a way that makes them taste bad. Yeah, I mean burnt things taste bad. N not all the time, but sometimes. These this burnt thing tastes bad. I oh, I think I have to give it a one. Whoa. Because I I do not want to eat another one of these Oreos. Not only do I not want to eat another one of these Oreos, 
but now I'm actually dreading eating another chocolate thing, Maria. Huh. Because I think there is a problem with the cookie-making process, and there's no reason for that to be just limited. It's not like a bad flavor combination. It's just like they made this cookie wrong. It could be a bad box. It could be. Like Maybe. bad batches of vegetables that give people diseases. You know? We should probably stop eating these. I did. You're, you're still eating. You're still munching. So I like the taste of the cream. I don't know how to score this. I like the taste of the cream. I don't love it, but I like it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't... The, the taste of the cookie's okay. It's not great. It's worse. And the combination is really bad. So maybe if I split it up into like four parts. Okay. And I give it like a two, two, one. So I'm going to give it a five. That was three. You said split it into four parts and then you gave three scores. <laughs> it meant three parts. <laughs> three parts. Two, two, one. Two, two, one. Five. It's a five. Our next category is accuracy or did it trick you? Nope. Does it taste like a coconut? Nope. Does it taste like a coconut Oreo? Nope. I think it tastes like Oreo cream with some char. Standard Oreo cream, but charred. Maybe they were going after the toasted coconut flavor. That's very popular and hip these days. Maybe, but also it doesn't taste like that. So if they were going for that, then they did not succeed. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've tried a lot of bad Oreos. Well, no, that's not true. We've tried a lot of good Oreos, a lot of okay yeah. Oreos, and really only one Oreo that was bad, I would say. Mm-hmm. This is... Cherry Cola level bad. Wow. Probably worse. I don't find it anywhere near as offensive. I find it much more neutral and just sort of the the flavor is very subtle. The smell is not great. Well, we're talking. But we're talking about does it trick you? Accuracy. Does it trick you? No. It's not really coconutty. Is it accurate? No. Yeah, I don't think so. Very low accuracy. Do you think that Mr. Nabisco played a prank on us by replacing all of our coconut Oreo thins with regular Oreo With just regular ones? It seems highly likely. Must have. Yeah. Or else these would taste anything like coconut. He knows that we're the only ones who buy these Oreos. (laughs) So he didn't have to do it just for one store in St. Louis or one box. He could just do it for all of them. Yeah. Mr. Nabisco, you are a rascal. And um, I don't mean the scooter. It's funny. That's a funny joke, you know? Yeah, remember earlier when I said that that would be a funny prank and you were like, I don't know. No, it's a funny prank because <laughs> now we're like, oh, yes, I taste the coconut. Oh, do you do you smell it? Yeah, I smell it. Or mostly me. Only you. <laughs> well, either way, not accurate. No. Doesn't trick us. Maybe it's a prank. We don't know. We'd be up for pranks, though. Yeah, Mr. Nabisco. If you want to sponsor us, we'd love that. If you want to prank us, we would also love that. And if you want to do both, then that would just make our days, make our weeks, maybe even months. Months. Unless unless the prank is that you say you're going to sponsor us and then you don't, that's not a prank. That's That's lying. That's not a prank. That's just cruelty. Cruel mean lying. Do you have a score? I think I have to give it a, a two because the smell is like coconut sunblock. So there's some coconut. I didn't smell that, so I can give it a one. And our final category is uh, something that we've actually been excited to try out for quite a while. And this might be our first videographed category. 
Right. I don't think we've videoed anything before, have we? No. Are we we're videoing it now? I think we should. Okay. Because this category is does it right? Does the coconut Oreo thin cookie right? So we are going to try to use this Oreo as a pencil. Um so I guess I'll I'll try the Oreo. Do you want to try writing with the cream? Oh, I I didn't even think about that. Yeah, cuz cuz we got to be complete, you know. Sure. Well, I mean the cream is is white, so I don't have high hopes for that. <laughs> it it would be good for sending uh coded messages or like messages on the back of a piece of paper okay. where like the the front is just a decoy. Do you want to try writing with the cookie first and yeah. I will so, Take a video for our listeners. So the important thing, I think, is uh, the pressure, right? Because how much pressure you put on determines how much of the Oreo is going to be left behind. So I'm just going to start out with not a lot of pressure and see I'm not really getting any kind of... Oh, there we go. Well, medium pressure Ooh. is getting results. I'm going to try writing uh, the name of the podcast. Isn't that... Oh, <laughs> the Oreo just snapped in half. Does it make you shiver? Ugh. Oh, this is not a good sound. I don't like that noise at all. It's like chalk scratching. Ugh. Ooh, yeah. Oh. I, ooh. <laughs> I wonder, Can let's see if the mic will pick it up. If I do it closer to the mic. No, we. I don't really want to subject people to this noise. I do. Shh. Ooh, can we stop? This is, okay, I wrote milks. Can you read that? Can you read it at all? You shouldn't have told me what you wrote so that you, I would have to guess. Oh, I I cannot imagine you would be able to guess. Or if you had not told the audience, then we could have had them guess and send in their votes. Uh, well, send in your votes about if you think that's legible or not. No. I would say no, and it made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> So generally, I think it does not write. Well, here's some cream for you. Okay, so Michelle, tell us about your thought process here. So I'm going to get some on my finger, and then I'm going to try to write some letter. So you basically, you're using your finger as a pen and the cream as ink? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this looks so dumb. <laughs> okay, it's it's kind of like finger paint in a way yeah but it's a little hard to control <laughs> i would say this is less less writing and more calligraphy you know writing as art okay i buy that it, it's a little artistic it's not exactly the color of the paper which i'm i'm surprised about i guess i thought it would be just white but maybe since it's coconut it's got a little off-white going on it also kind of leaves a greasy smear on it the does paper. that's gross I did not like that, but it does make it more visible. Yeah. Oh, I meant to write pod, but I wrote pop. Well, why did you tell me? <laughs> now I can't see if I can read it, and the folks at home can't uh, can't guess. But yeah, that that's legible. I kind of thought you might uh, leave the cream on the cookie and try to write like that. Oh, I well, why didn't you tell me? I, it was your thing. You get to do your thing how you want to do it. Oh, now you're trying that. I No, okay, let's stop before it starts making noise. <laughs> it doesn't work. It so, doesn't really work. So, how good were these Oreos at being writing implements? 
Well, I would give the cookie a zero. That high? Negative, because of the pain that we had to endure. (laughs) (laughs) It was unpleasant to do, unpleasant to watch, unpleasant to listen to, and it did not work. Apologies. You know, I, I really had higher expectations for this. I don't know why. I don't it's know. just a lot of the things that we try on this podcast we think are not going to work, like when we turned it into tea. Yeah. That was much better than expected. That's true. When we threw them, much better than expected. Um, really? I feel like I expected it to just act like a thing thrown. When we dropped it. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. Bounce, yeah. I think we've had some other really good ones. Some eye masks. Those were some pretty good eye masks. <laughs> we've had some really good categories here and so i thought that this one would just sort of surprise us you expected the unexpected yeah and now i i've set myself up for disappointment although i think that the cream in the calligraphy form actually did pretty well yeah uh do you i want to feel this paper oh it doesn't feel like a greasy smear it feels like cream on paper so Mm -hmm. that's nice Do you have a score? Are you ready? Yeah, I th- I think I agree with everything you said, except I never thought that this would succeed. When I pitched this, I thought that there was no way that any of this would ever work as writing utensils. But part of me does wonder, because these cookies are so overdone... Oh, might it be better with a, a regular size Oreo? A regular cookie, Oreo? because Maybe. more of the crumbs would sort of fall off because Maybe. it would be softer... We've already talked about redoing all our joke rounds in thin and non-thin versions. It's so. true. Uh, yeah, so in terms of how well can it write, not well at all. Would not use Oreo in place of pen. I think I, I'm going to give it a three because the cream was serviceable if messy and gross. Yeah, I mean, it, you can create letters with it, but it's not super usable. I will give it a two. Those are our categories. Now give us just a minute to add up our scores so we can tell you if this Oreo is any good. And while we do that, please head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, SoundCloud. We have a SoundCloud page. I don't know if you knew that, but we do. Um, And give uh, give us a rating. Give us a review. It really honestly helps so much, and it's so nice to read when people say things about us. Uh, and give us stars. So thank you for doing that. And we're back. Michelle, what was your score here? My score was 34. And mine was 34.5. This might be our closest ever. I think we really agree on how much we do not like these Oreos. Yeah, this is by far our lowest score. Yeah. By far. I think this is even lower than your mystery score. I think it is, because those had some other redeeming qualities, whereas this one really didn't have any. I mean, they opened okay. So I think it is fair to say that Milk's favorite podcast does not recommend thin Oreo coconut cream flavored cream Oreo thins. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Milk's favorite podcast, and we hope it's your favorite podcast, too. For our music, we'd like to thank Joe Taylor. You can hear him play with Kid Scientist or go to their website at kidscientist.bandcamp.com. If you want to get in touch with us, email us at milksfavoritepodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at milksfavoritepodcast. Or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at milksfavoritepodcast.com.